So the tiny European country of Luxembourg has joined the front runners in a new space race, which is to get to the asteroids near Earth. Really does sound like something from a movie, this. In fact, there's a very specific movie I'm thinking of. I think it's Armageddon, wasn't it, Julian? It was, need, I think so. They needed to get on an asteroid. Yes. Some, something that was approaching Earth at a frightening speed. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, with this subject, that is of Luxembourg joining the race rather than Armageddon, we take a look at what asteroid mining is. Yes. Well, good morning, Alex. And asteroid mining is the proposal that countries should join in commercial ventures to mine the asteroids surrounding Earth, which are rich in platinum, nickel and iron. Uh, the government of Luxembourg, as you have already mentioned, has recently invested in asteroid mining companies like Deep Space Industries. The proposal is promoted as being a way of contributing to Earth's finite mineral resources and as a way of providing resources for international space stations. However, what's controversial about asteroid mining is that it directly contravenes the international treaty about permissible uses of a space. The Outer Space Treaty of 1967, or OST, holds that any minerals discovered in outer space are not to be used for any national or commercial purposes, but are only for peaceful and scientific pursuits and are the, quote, common heritage of mankind. But there are many skeptics regarding this asteroid mining and whether it will have any commercial value. Yes. Well, space agencies from the US, Europe and Japan have already sent uh, probes to asteroids and comets. So um, I guess that they do see a bit of a value in that. Um, This year, NASA will launch a mission to visit asteroid Bennu and bring back a sample to Earth with the explicit aim of helping us learn how to mine asteroids. These bodies left over from the origins of the solar system 4.5 billion years ago are generally richer in valuable materials uh, than the Earth's crust. Uh, There were a lot of uh, skeptics at first whether we did have the technology to do it or not, but it seems that a lot of the countries are actually pushing forward to to step up the the technologies. And um, this is because heavier elements such as platinum metals sank down into their cores as the young planets cooled. Ascending small scout satellites into interplanetary space to find the best prospects for exploitation is relatively simple and affordable, uh, they say. It's so intriguing, this question, though, of who owns those asteroids who should have access to them. I mean, if you've got the ability to do it... Mm -hmm. Do you then have the right to take the the metals? And and also, like, are there enough asteroids to go around? Yes, that's right. But tell us about the technology before we get to the the related treaty on Mm -hmm. that. Well, the technology required for the next stages, uh, scooping or drilling material off of the asteroid's surface and then processing it, um, has not yet been demonstrated in space, but it does not need uh, outlandish developments to be feasible, they say. Uh, Potential returns will depend on the types of resource exploited. At one end of the scale are precious metals such as platinum, which are richly concentrated in some asteroids. On the face of it, vast sums could be made by bringing them back to Earth and selling them, though the marketing would have to be organized with great care to avoid a plentiful new supply from space, causing the price to crash. 
Well, you and I aren't directly in that business. I'm sure we wouldn't mind having (laughs) more access to these precious metals. And cheaper metals, yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) But there's the Outer Space Treaty of 1967, um, OST. Sounds like a soundtrack. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? I'm really trying to avoid coming back to Armageddon and that (laughs) very famous soundtrack. (laughs) But that could prove to be the biggest obstacle to further asteroid mining. Yes. Well, late last year, the U.S. government made an attempt to update the law on space mining, uh, producing a bill that allows companies to uh, possess own, transport, use, and sell extraterrestrial resources without violating U.S. law. The problem is that putting this into practice violates the OST. Uh, Lawyers could be tearing their heads over the 48-year-old OST because space mining could become a reality within a couple of decades. Um, And experts suggest that one way to address the issue is to draw on existing legislation, such as the U.N. Convention on the law of the sea, which governs how nations use the ocean. Yeah, that that sort of makes sense, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? At least it's a starting point. What about the Moon Treaty of 1979? Yes, that would be another option. It was, uh, it deemed space to be the common heritage of mankind, but it failed to win support from those company, uh, countries that had ventured into outer space at that time. Uh, meanwhile, Luxembourg plans to team up with uh, private companies to help speed the pro- progress of the industry and draw up a regulatory framework for it. And one of those companies as I mentioned, is Deep Space Industries, which wants to send the so-called fireflies or small satellites into space from 2017 to prospect for minerals and ice. Uh, The satellites would hitch a ride on a rocket and larger craft would be then used to harvest, transport, and store uh, raw materials. But that name, Deep Space Industries, does sound like something out of fiction, doesn't it? Definitely. And you've even got a rival company here. Yes, it's called Planetary Resources and it has a slightly different plan. Uh, It wants to use telescopes to analyze asteroids before sending craft to mine them. This company actually has supporters such as Google's co-founder Larry Page and billionaire businessman Ross Perot. And with such support, uh, the company has a goal of operating space by 2025. Well, in another other science fiction alternative, we might see other beings come and try and claim those <laughs> asteroids. Cause, I mean, because when you say things like, you know, this is the heritage of mankind, mankind. yes, it seems provocative in that respect. It does. Although uh, my understanding is that uh, they still haven't managed to find intelligence mm-hmm. or any sort of life out there well, we never that would know. lay a claim. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cho Jian with Thank today's you, glossary. Alex.